What are the most significant findings in nutritional science over the last decade that people should know about? Uh, should know about uh, what are the most significant findings in nutritional science over the last decade that people should know to take control of their health destiny? Uh, Dr. McDougall, then Dr. Clapper, then Dr. Espinosa. Well, I don't know that I can answer that. I mean, there's just such a bulk of scientific information. Uh, probably one of the uh, one of the most uh, prominent and uh, respected of all the people that has provided information, including studies on uh, treating prostate cancer, showing that you can reduce PSAs as well as reducing lesion size, is Dr. Dean Arnish. So I'd have to say that his contribution has been huge. Prior to them, there were other important people, like, for example, Nathan Pritikin and Dennis Burkett and Walter Kempner and Roy Swank, who treated multiple sclerosis at the University at Oregon Health and Science University. So I, I don't really think there's anything that stands out in my mind as a la, it was a wonderful study, it proved everything. Now, maybe, maybe T. Colin Campbell's uh, China study would be something worth talking about. That made a big impression. But otherwise, uh, I don't know of any particular study that's come to a conclusion that would sway me. Just a lot of information. Uh, the most exciting and uh, I think monumental concept that's been coming up through the research um, is the concept of disease reversal. Uh, I wish when I was in medical school, somebody told me that type 2 diabetes is a reversible disease. That somebody told me that plaqued up arteries, uh, you can reverse that. Um, the high blood pressure, you can reverse that. The, I learned the opposite. Once, you're, once on insulin, always on insulin. You'll take these blood pressure pills the rest of your life. And I believed that. And I parroted those words for decades till the evidence is clear. These are reversible diseases. It was caused by an unhealthy diet. Get them on a healthy diet. And these diseases go away. Well, this is life-saving information for one, the doctor to know. I wish I had known that early in my career. And it's important information to impart to the patient. You know, you can reverse this disease. You want to get rid of your diabetes. You want to get rid of your high blood pressure. You want to get rid of your lupus. Uh, you want to get rid of your colitis. You can, these reversible disease. So that's the most hopeful, positive, powerful message that, that I've gleaned from uh, the studies in recent years. Um, type 2 diabetes, again, uh, high carbohydrate diets in a whole form are as curative for diabetes, on, uh, contrary to what most people think who avoid those sugars. Um, and, um, and the importance of fiber in the diet, how many of these diseases from colitis to RA, everything uh, has to do with our, again, going back to our diet, but uh, you get these folks on, you know, lots of salads and veggies and get, a, you know, 30, 40 grams of fiber. It's amazing how well the body runs and how the weight comes off naturally. So uh, the reversibility of diseases and uh, high carbohydrate, low fat, high fiber diets uh, to reverse uh, as a reversing agent, I think is a hopeful, positive and powerful message that the literature has given us. Um, two things. Um, first, the Ornish study, as it relates to prostate cancer, um, the intervention was not only diet, right? The intervention was a plant-based diet, plus community, plus stress management, plus exercise, plus certain supplements, vitamin C, D, some omega-3s, I think. 
So it wasn't just diet. So I love that study because it shows that everything is important, not just diet. And yes, it showed some decent results. Though I know other researchers in that study from the UCSF, and they said to me, look, I don't know what's happening while well, the study was going on, but some of these people look really sick. I don't know what he meant by that. I'm just saying what another doctor told me that was involved in that study. I still think, but in terms of the, what the research shows is, uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was a regression of prostate cancer in the group that it was a randomized trial, very difficult to do. I've tried and I said, look, this is too, I'm not, a, that's not what I'm, I'm not going to get into research. It was just too difficult. Ornish did it. Uh, and um, I'm grateful for that. And so what the study showed was lifestyle practices, not only diet, can help in regressing prostate cancer. And that's exactly what I prescribe is a lifestyle approach, not just diet. The biggest study, I think that the biggest ground to me groundbreaking was in 2018 uh, journal uh, JAMA that from France showing that um, those that consume organic foods have a lower risk of cancer versus those that consume conventional foods with pesticides. We all know, I always knew that pesticides are a problem, were a problem for a variety of reasons, certainly as it relates to cancer, but this was a big study from and published in a major journal, kind of putting the nail on a coffin that these pesticides are a problem. So I think that eating organic food is worth the extra money, but I think more importantly is eating local food where it is organic, but they can't label it. Um, it's even probably more important uh, because they don't, whatever reason, there, there's reasons for that, but that's the bottom line. Um, and, but eating foods that are very low to no pesticide, low in pesticides, because they all have some, it's, it's a, is a, is a, is a big deal. And that's it. You know, I, I just like to comment. I, I know Dr. Ernst quite well. Mm -hmm. And I think he would say the diet was the major factor. And he stopped using uh, uh, omega-3 fats with his prostate cancer patients. That's one of the things he changed in his protocol because, you know, he realized that, uh, that these uh, omega-3 fats, flaxseed oil, et cetera, promotes cancer, promotes prostate cancer. So, you know, it was the diet. You know, looking back at his work and the work of others, it was the diet that made the difference. Uh, I know you don't agree. No, because that's not what the study says. Uh, I would agree that. And I've met with Dean Ornish and that's not what he told me. I'm not saying that what he told you is different from what you said, but that's not what he expressed to me. So the study says what the study says, not what either Dean Ornish or any researcher or anyone thinks. It says what it says. And it, there was multiple interventions going on at the same time. And as it relates to um, oils and, and, and things like that, I do think that flaxseed oil is a problem. And I think that oils that are rancid, which flaxseed oils tend to be, are problematic. Flaxseeds, I think, are very good for prostate cancer, as an aside. Um, but flaxseed oils are, are a problem, just to kind of include that in there. But the study says what the study says, and the intervention is the intervention, not what anyone thinks. Um, and Mul cancer, including prostate cancer, is multifactorial. So why? Ca how can one thing, including a prostatectomy or radiation, 30 to 50% of the people who get a prostatectomy or radiation for their prostate cancer have a recurrence within five to 10 years. So one modality is never the answer, ever. 
including lifestyle medicine and natural approaches. It's, it's all the elements that work together seemingly and that have the best uh, uh, benefit for, for the patient. Mm -hmm.